everybody worship. God, amen. Oh, God is good. Man, on my way into church, I slipped and fell and hit my head, man. I'm all right, though. I didn't leave a mark or nothing, but I got a big old head anyway, but I slipped and fell. How many is ready for Thanksgiving, man? I'm so glad it's Thanksgiving. How many is ready for Thanksgiving, man? I, got, I can smell the turkeys already, man. How many is ready for Thanksgiving? Raise your hand. Huh? Thanksgiving. Man, are y'all ready to eat? I'm ready. 
Thanksgiving, boys, I can't wait to see my family and my friends. It's going to be a good time. Are you ready for Thanksgiving? Boy, I'm ready for Thanksgiving. Y'all think I bumped my head? (laughs) There should be an attitude. No. Of being thankful. Not even gratitude, but being so thankful to the core of your body for everything that God gives us each and every day. I encounter all kinds of people just like you do. And I look into their face and I said, man, that person is miserable. I see them at church and they look miserable. I see them at the Valero, they look miserable. I see them at the car auctions and they just look miserable. And I'm thinking, man, if you knew what God could do and will do for you because he's done it for so many others, you would be thankful to your core. I had this great big old message planned about temptation tonight. Man, it's a good message on temptation. But God changed it about 15 minutes before I walked in here tonight. And he told me he wanted me to tell you, when was the last time? Now, now be honest. Now, I don't want no liars in the house tonight. Liars go to hell. Touch three people and say, liars go to hell. Now, that ain't no joke. That ain't no joke. Liars wind up going to hell. When was the last time that you told God, thank you for everything? For everything. When was the last time you said, Lord, I'm looking into my baby's eyes and all I can say is, thank you, Lord. When was the last time you you, you raised your adult kids, they're working, they're on the job, they're being successful. Every now and then they come over and get a little gas money, but you're all right with that. But they healthy, they whole, and you say, thank you, God, for them kids of mine. And now they've given me grandkids. When was the last time you thanked God for your neighbors? You got some really good neighbors. Maybe not all of them's good, but you got one or two that'll watch your house when you're working. And make sure nobody's going to break in and steal all your stuff. When was the last time, instead of complaining about your job all the dang time, you stopped and said, God, thank you for this job that I have. When was the last time you stopped complaining about the shoes on your feet, wishing you had some Jordans, wishing you had some Lou Casey's, wishing you had all this, wishing you had all that, and just thank God for what you got. I was at this altar one time with holes in my boots praying because I couldn't afford a new pair of boots. And one of my church members, they saw that my pastor, their pastor, had holes in his boots. And they said, I ain't going to let my pastor go with no holes in his boots. I'm going to take him and buy him some boots. And he said, Pastor, why ain't you got some boots? I said, I can't afford them right now. Next thing you know, he went and bought me a, a brand new pair. I was so thankful for them boots. And I've had some nice boots in my time. But those were the best pair of boots I ever got in my entire life. Still to this day, I have them boots because I'm thankful for them. When was the last time you thanked God for your husband instead of complaining about him? My wife was talking to me today. She said, every time I get around so-and-so, all they do is complain about their spouse. I said, why don't you tell them to shut up? She said, I can't do that. I said, I bet they won't complain to me about them. When was the last time you thanked God for your husband? Thank God for your wife. Thank God for your friends. When was the last time you really thanked God for your good Christian friends? 
And you know by all means you probably shouldn't have any friends because every time you come in, you're the most neediest person in the world, and you never give them a time to share their needs because you're always needy, 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 and it's always about you, and they still love you anyway, and they still fellowship with you, but you hadn't thanked God for those type of folks. My secretary calls those people EGRs, extra grace required. Oh, here they come. I need some grace, Lord. Here they come. Thank you. Thank you, God. What if we just come to church tonight just to say, thank you, God. Thank you, God, that I'm not in prison. Thank you, God, that I'm not hooked on the drugs. I'm only a week or two straight. I'm only a year straight. I'm only six months straight. But I thank God I'm not high tonight. Maybe this message is not for you. Maybe to go right over your head tonight. I'm in a mood to say thank you to God tonight. Because, see, you get so consumed with what you don't have. You get so consumed in what you want. And you forget to stop and think about right now and how blessed you truly are right now in this very moment. Because, cause, listen, before you clap, listen, listen. Somebody, Scott Jones, has it worse than us. Somebody right now is in a hospital bed fighting for their life. Somebody right now is getting a hell beat out of them because they're in an abusive relationship. And they can't get out. Somebody right now is getting evicted out of their home. And it's not because of the lack of trying. They just ain't got it. They just ain't got it. And the landlord won't work with them because he's worked with them in the past. And now he's tired of them. And now he's calling them names. And, and, and then we look down on them like, ah, oh, now listen to me. Somebody getting evicted on a cold night. When was the last time we thanked God? Thank God. When's the last time you really thanked God? Man, that's what he wanted to tell you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We'll turn the lights off right now, Cooper. We'll turn the lights off right now, Cooper, and we'll go home. That's all you need to hear It's thank God. Thank God, thank God, thank God, thank God, thank God for right now. Thank God for what I got. Thank God for who I am. Thank God that my truck starts. I ain't got to say another thing, and I think we've been well preached to tonight. But I'm going to keep going because you need more. I'm going to just tell you about my day and how good God really is. Today I was in Pasadena. <laughs> she wasn't with me, but she knew where I was. I get that confused with Palestine and Pasadena. I get those confused and messed up. But today I was where? See my AD. I got hit in the head. I fell down. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> I expect a Thanksgiving meal, some pecan pie, chocolate pie when I get home. I, I, I want all those things. Cranberry. Anybody got some cranberry sauce they can throw my way on the way home? Just put it by my truck. Thanksgiving. Today I was in Pasadena. And I was with Brother Dave. My great rant hand of all time. We were hanging out. I, I felt sorry for him. I didn't want him to work out in the cold. So I said, you want to go to Pasadena with me? He said, sure. Well, we went to Fifth Ward first. <laughs> and I said, Dave, uh, well, you stay with the truck and you watch out for everything. Because we was in a dangerous area, man. We made a block, man. And, man, we looked like, wow. I was like, wow. Dave, you stay with the truck. Let me go talk with this guy real quick. And, I, and you watch out, and if anything happens, come help me. He said, all right, I came back to the truck 20 minutes later, he's asleep. 
No, I'm just kidding. He wasn't asleep. I'm just kidding. He wasn't asleep. He was on the job. Dave was on the job. So, so we left the fifth ward. And, and then we went to Pasadena, Texas. And we was over there and we were looking at some trucks. I was trying to find my boy's truck. And stopped and got something to eat at Casa Olay. And there was a little waitress helping me today. She was probably in her 70s. How many is in their 70s? Raise your hand. Anybody? Frank? Anybody else? Anybody in their 60s? Late 60s? Early 60s? She was probably in her late 60s, early 70s. And she was waiting tables with the prettiest smile, the best attitude, friendly service. And something in my spirit said, why does, why does, why, why does she have to be working? At her age, why does she have to be working? I was thinking that in my mind. I, I didn't say nothing. I was like, thank you for the sweet tea, but it tastes horrible. Can I have Dr. Pepper? Oh, yeah. Okay. See, we swapped it out for me. She was very nice. She was very friendly. She brought our food. She waited on us. She was a very great hostess. In my spirit, in my spirit, it come time to pay. Our bill was like $24. And God said, I want you to. Give her a $100 tip. And I said, but Lord, I need that money. I did. I said, but God, I, I need that money. See, things change and situations happen. And, you know, you, you begin to look at your own self sometimes. Anybody hear me tonight? Are y'all not with me anymore? And God said, and I'm not bragging on me. God said, I want you to give her. I want you to take that $100 bill and I want you to give it to her. And, man, I need some more chips. I'm praying and making sure that this is God. I've done this in the past, and I've done it. And not bragging on myself, just do what God tells me to do. But right now, I was looking at my own personal need. And then God was caring about this woman's need. And he said, I want you to tip her $100. I said, but, God, that's a lot of money. He said, I want you to tip. And I've learned with God, don't do that a bunch of times. <laughs> he is our Heavenly Father, but he's to be respected. And I listened, and I paid close attention, and I checked the spirits, and I prayed. And then I gave her the money, and we got up to leave. She said, I'll be right back with your change. I was still standing there saying, okay, maybe, maybe this ain't God. Maybe it's somebody else. Well, she never came back with my change, but I knew it was God. <laughs> somebody pulled her over here, and somebody pulled her over there. Somebody pulled her over there. Well, me and Dave got up, and it takes Dave a long time to get up and get going, for real. <laughs> it, I'm just kidding, Dave. It's pick on Dave night. Uh, he got up. We got going. And she said, I'm sorry, I, I, I got pulled here. Let me get your change. And she handed my money to the person. I said, she said, you gave me too much money. I said, that is yours, ma'am. She said, do what? And the manager who was working the cash register said, uh, no, sir, you gave her too much money. I said, ma'am, keep it. It's all yours. She said, oh, my God, you just made my day. And she said, thank you, thank you, thank you. Like I told you to say, thank you, thank you, thank you. 
She said, you just made my day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, didn't she, Dave? Be a character witness or something over there. Wake up. Wake up. Come back. Come back to her, Dave. She said, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I said, all right. I walked out the door. And I started to, Dave was ahead of me, and I shut the first door. I was going through the second door. And I said to myself, I can't take no credit for what God has told me to do. So I turned around and I went back in and I said, ma'am? She said, yes, sir. And you could tell the look on her face. She thought I wanted my money back. I made a mistake. <laughs> you know how people get about money. They get a little crazy when it comes to money. And I, I said, ma'am? She said, yes, sir. I said, you don't thank me. I had nothing to do with it. I said, if it was up to me, I probably wouldn't have done it because I have needs of my own. But it was God who did this for you. So instead of thanking me, and I told her this in front of those three people, would you please just thank God? Would you just thank God? No one said nothing. And I didn't give them time to say anything. I just left with that. When was the last time we took time to really thank God? Can I say this to you tonight? Some of your guys in this church tonight, your prayers are not being answered because you haven't learned to be thankful for what you have right now. Some of you guys in this church, and I'm not downing you, I'm not knocking you, I'm just telling you from past experience, I got the T-shirt. I know some of my prayers in my ministry, in my life as a father, as a husband, didn't get answered because I wasn't ready to receive them. When I become grateful for what I have, God increases what I have. When you come grateful for what you got, God begins to sow into what you got. And I'm not talking about money now. Come on, somebody. When you start to become thankful in all things, the Bible says to be thankful in all times. But watch this, Brother Vic. Nine out of ten are never thankful. So let's do this math. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So stand up. No, you're nine. You're, you're ten. Stand up. Stand up. Stand up on the chair. You're kind of small. I know. Stand up a little bit. Everybody else on this side that I just counted are not thankful. Nine out of ten people are not thankful. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Miss Ellen, stand up on the chair. Nine out of ten are not thankful. Give these two ladies a round of applause before I make them break their neck. How do you know that, Brother Mark? How are you sure of that, Brother Mark? Because the Bible says that. Go to Luke 17, I'll show you. <laughs> this is good stuff. For 15 minutes that God gave it to me. Lord, I'm thankful for that. Even though you know I don't like that, Lord, I'm thankful. See, I'll be real with God. He knows what I like and what I don't like. But sometimes he don't care what about what I like or what I don't like. He just wants to care about my character. Will I do what he asked me to do? Will you do what you, he's asked you to do? Luke 17, got my Bible? Amen. 
verse 11. The Bible story today, tonight, is about the leper. How many know, look at me, how many know what a leper is? I didn't say a leopard. A leopard's got little spots on it, runs around in the woods. This is a person with leper, a leper, a person, a person who has spots on their, on their body. A leper is a person who has a disease called leprosy. This disease is called sores all over somebody's body. Leprosy was very common in Jesus' day, and people who had this disease were thought to be unclean. They were required to stay away from other people because of the fear that they might infect the people that they were around. So listen to me. If you had leprosy, if you were a leper, if you were found to be of leprosy, the priest would kick you out of the whole town. So nine out of ten, hmm, one, Jesus, one day Jesus was walking through a small village, and he saw a group of these lepers. I, I I think I'm going to cry for a minute, man. I begin to think of my selfishness sometimes. I think if you'll really begin to think of your selfishness sometimes and how greedy we are sometimes and how, how spiteful we are towards other people when we don't get our way. I was thinking today that maybe God was making me pay for all the times I was short-tempered with maybe other people that have waited on me in the past. Did you know that there's a report out that they're the wait staff of the world? They don't like to work on Sundays. The wait staff of the world, the waiters and the waitresses of the world do not like to work on Sundays because that's when the church people come in. And the church people are some of the most hateful people in the world. They disrespect the staff. And if we're honest tonight, we've all done it. If we're honest tonight, and you shake your head and say, not you, you're probably the first one to do. I think God might have been making me pay for some of those times. God cared about that 70-year-old lady just like he cares about us tonight. God cares about us just like he cares about these lepers that we're going to read about. Luke 17, verse 11. As Jesus continued toward Jerusalem... He reached the borders between Galilee and Samaria. As he entered the village there, ten lepers, say ten lepers, stood at a distance, crying out, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. He looked at them and said, Go show yourselves to the priest. As they went away, their leprosy disappeared. One of them, say one of them, one of them, when he saw that he was healed, came back to Jesus shouting, Praise God! I'm healed! He fell down on the ground at Jesus' feet, thanking him for all that he'd done. This man was a Samaritan. Jesus asked, now I love my Jesus, because he'll call you on it. Jesus asked, didn't I heal ten of you? Wasn't there 10 of you guys? Wasn't there 10 lepers in the group? Where are the other nine? Does only this foreigner return to give God the glory? And Jesus said to the man, stand up and go. Your faith has made you well. Somebody give God a praise for the reading of the word tonight. As they, 
stood afar. As they stood afar, like some of us have gotten far away from God from time to time. They cried out to God, Jesus, have mercy on us. Jesus, and being the good God that God that Jesus is, he said, go show yourself to the priest. What he was saying was, go ahead, I'll heal you. Go ahead, go show yourself. That was a telling them to go, go, go. Let me check your faith, go. And you know, as soon as they began to leave, they began to get healed. God is in the healing business. He's still in the healing business today. For those who are thankful, for those who are grateful, for those, I, I want to say this, I, I don't know the story, how it continues to go. I, I, I wasn't there, but I want to say this. The, 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 the ten took off. They, the, 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 Jesus told them, come on, go, go see your priest and let him look you over. Make sure you're clean so you can go back to your family. Jesus said, go see your priest. The guy said, "Woo, we healed. Hallelujah, we healed. And they took off running. And as they were running, they were looking at their arms, looking at their skin, looking at their cells. One of them might have had a compact mirror like some of you ladies. He was checking himself out, pulling his shirt up, looking, looking on his feet. He was looking all over himself. And, man, they was running happy. And one of them said, I forgot to thank the man who did that. And he stopped dead in his tracks. And the other nine just kept going. Kept on running, kept on going, kept on going, kept on. But he turned, and not only did he thank him, this is where you and I got to get real tonight. Not only did he thank him, he fell down at his feet. When was the last time you got down on your knees and really thanked God? When was the last time you got down on your knees? You say, Brother Mark, get down there. I can't get back up. That's a lie. God will get you up if you can get down. If you can realize the need for him in every area of your life, he will bring you up. Somebody get that tonight. If you can realize the need for him, he will restore you whole. Mind, body, soul, deliver you from cocaine, methamphetamines, alcoholism, pornography, and a mouth that cussed like a sailor. I had one. God delivered me from that. Who the Father sets free, sets him free indeed. I heard a preacher preach this one time. He said at the end of that story, and, and I'll read it again, but the very end part, Jesus asked, didn't I heal ten of the men? Where are the other nine? Does only this foreigner return to give God the glory? And Jesus said to the man, stand up and go. Your faith has made you well. I heard a preacher say one time, and I don't know this to be true, but I guess this was his recollection of, of what happened that day, and I don't know if it to be true or untrue, but he said there was only one man that was healed that day, the one that came back, the one that came back. The Lord said there, your faith has healed you. That's why it's so important. Listen to me. Listen to me tonight to give thanks to God. Praising God with a loud voice. He threw himself at Jesus' feet and said, Thank you, Jesus. Jesus said, Wasn't there ten of you? Now there's only nine. Where's the rest of them? 
that means I can't concentrate on them. I just got to thank you for me. God does so much for us. Every day he provides everything we need. Food. Food. Me and my son had a little job to go do the other day. My oldest boy, Justin, anybody ever seen him? He's hard not to notice. He's six foot four and 260 pounds. I think he's down to 250. He's on a little diet plan. He's just got to stay away from Mickey D's. All he eats is burgers and fries, burgers and fries. That's his mama's fault. I make him eat all kinds of vegetables, but his mama babied him. His mama babied him. We were on a little job, and we, were, we, were, we just got done. It was about 10 o'clock in the morning, and we had to stop by the bank. And He said, I'm hungry, Daddy. I said, well, we'll eat about lunch. It's almost lunch. By 11.30, we'll get some. He said, I can't wait till lunch. I said, yes, you can. Yes, you can. He said, no, I can't. So when I stopped at McDonald's to run into Wood Forest, he said, I said, stay with the vehicle. He said, I'm staying with McDonald's. I'm going to go in, and I'm going to get me a sausage biscuit, and I'm going to get me this and get me that. I said, go ahead, boy. You hungry? Go get you something to eat. I was just picking on him, you know. And I was standing in line, and I said, man, them sausage biscuits pretty sound pretty good, you know. Next thing I know, he's hovering over me and, and looking down on me, and I said, What'd you get? He said, oh, I got me two sausage biscuits and two hash browns. And I said, one for me, one for you. He said, no, these are for me, Jack. I said, you didn't get your daddy nothing? I said, man, go get your daddy a sausage biscuit. And give me two jellies. You know I like jelly. Give me some jelly. So he come back, and he got me two sausage biscuits, and he had him two sausage biscuits. And he had, I didn't get no hash browns. I had two jellies, and we was eating there, and he ate his two like Bigfoot, man. Wah-bop, wah-bop. He chewing on a hash brown, <laughs> drinking a Dr. Pepper, having a good old time. I ate the one sausage biscuit because I like lunch better than I do, do uh, breakfast, tell you the truth. And he said, you want to eat that last one? <laughs> and I said, no, baby, you can have it if you want. You can have it. He said, I'm still hungry. I said, okay. And as I whipped my truck out of that parking lot, because God is my witness, there was a homeless man standing there. And my son said, I'll just give it to him. I'll just give it to him. So we pulled up, and I had a couple of dollars stuck in my little cubby hole. And I called him up to the truck and gave him that couple of bucks and said, uh, we just ate our breakfast, and we had one left over. My son gave him the money and gave him the sausage biscuit, and he began to thank us and said, you know what? You're the first person that stopped all day. I said, it's early. God's going to bless you. I said, have a great day, and, and we, we drove on. I promised for the Lord. My son said to me, Daddy, ain't gluttony a sin? I said, it sure is, son. He said, the Holy Spirit said to give that to that man. He said, I think it was the first time I've heard him speak to me. He said, Daddy, ain't gluttony a sin? 20 years old. Thank God for him growing in Christ, man. Listening to God, listening to the Holy Spirit. God does everything for us. He provides our food. He provides our clothing. He provides us a place to live. Do we, do, do we ever forget to say thank you? You bet we do. That's why I thought tonight would be a good night just to say thank you. Just to say thank you. Thank you, God, for helping me in every way. You know, I've got like, 25 reasons 
to be thankful for God. And I probably can't cover them in the next five to ten minutes. But I'd like to hit a few of them tonight and we'll be done. One of the reasons I think that we should be thankful to God is because God is good and faithful and loving. Who believes that tonight? Can I ask you, has he ever been in there for you when nobody else was? Have you ever been in that situation where he was there when no one else was? God is good. He's faithful. He's loving. 1 Corinthians 16, 34 says, Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His faithful love endures forever. Psalms 1.18.1 says, Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His faithful love endures forever. Psalms 136.1 says, Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. I serve a good God. <laughs> I, I can tell you right now, he has blessed me so much in my life. If he never blesses me again, I'm still thankful. If he stripped it all away from me tonight, I'm still thankful. The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. And Job said, blessed be the name of the Lord. Job's wife said, just cuss him and die. His friend showed up and said, man, go ahead and hang yourself, Job. You look horrible. Nothing can get you out of this. And he said, the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. How many believe that tonight, that God is just a good God? God is just a good God. His love endures forever. I think another reason to be thankful is God's willingness to help us when we're in need. Anybody in here have been in need? Need an answered prayer? Need just a little help? Need a little push to get over that? Anybody just needed a little push to get over that? Sometimes God will just give me just a little push to get me. I'm tired. I'm weak. I'm weary. Anybody ever been tired, weak, and weary and don't want to go on? And God will just show up and just give you a little push. You know what the word push means? Pray until something happens. God, God, God will come and push you. God, God will come and just push you. God is willing to help us when we're in need. I look back over my life and all the times that I I, I broke the law and all the times that I was on the run and how every time I was, I was out there and I was homeless, somebody would open the door and give me a couch to sleep on. Somebody would open up and give me some of their food out of their groceries. Somebody would always give me a day labor or two days labor. I'd have to catch some cows or doctor some cows or do something, and they'd give me 30, 40 bucks. I know now it was God just being good. I never thanked him for that till today. God, thank you. Thank you for providing for me when I was unsaved. God, thank you. Anybody ever done that? God, thank you for providing for me shelter when I was in the storm. God, thank you so much. When I, I was using your name in vain, you just didn't send a bolt of lightning down and destroy me. And thank you, God, that now I can tell people there is a name above all names. That will forgive you for all your sins. That will cleanse you of all sin. And his name is Jesus. Thankfulness. If you want God to increase you. You want God to bless you. You want God to get a hold of your situation. You say, Brother Mark, I'm ready tonight. Brother Mark, I am ready for God to get a hold of me. Then become thankful. Tonight. Being here, 
for feeling his presence, for feeling his love. Become thankful that he's real and he's mighty and he's powerful. Can I say this to you? The Bible says that you'll go through the fire, but you won't get burned. Water will come all up on the side of you, be in a storm, and it'll feel like you're about to drown. But the Lord will come walking on water just to save you. God's willingness to help us when we're in need. Psalms 28, 7 says, The Lord is my strength, my shield from every danger. I trust in him with all my heart. He helps me. When was the last time you said it was God who helped me? He helped me and he filled my heart with joy. And I burst out with songs of thanksgiving. I guess we don't need cranberry sauce to realize how thankful we are tonight. We don't have to get the turkey leg to see how thankful we are tonight. The wishbone, what I wish tonight, what I hope tonight, what I pray tonight is from the sound room to the front of the church, the church wakes up, becomes grateful and thankful for all that God has done for them thus far. And can I say this to you tonight? And what he's going to do from this point on. Huh? Come on, somebody. How many seeing God do some great things in your life from this point on? God is our source of joy. Another thing, we all get burdened down. Our burdens get heavy. We can be thankful that God will lighten our load. Who hears me tonight? If God ever lightens your load, you ought to give him praise tonight. The Bible says all. He says all. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. All. 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 All who are heavy burdened. I will give you rest. I will take your burdens. I'll take your heart. I'll, I'll fix it. I'll, 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 I'll take care of your enemies. I'll deliver you from this lion that's about to devour you. The giant that's coming over the hill hollering for you. I'll give you the rock to destroy. <laughs> My God is a good God. <laughs> and what he'll do for David, he'll do for you. What he'll do for Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego, he'll do for you. What he'll do for Moses, he'll do for you. You know, one thing I'm thankful for, he's always near us. Man, he's so good. So close sometimes, me and my wife, we got to come to work together. We don't often do that because that's sometimes not a good little ride. <laughs> Amen. It's not because we fight. She likes to drive and I like to drive. She likes to drive like Grandma and I like to drive like Jeff Gordon. So we don't always see eye to eye on the way to work. And uh, this morning, she was telling me some songs that she was going to sing. And I was telling her some songs that I would like to hear the band play. And I was telling her, I said, why don't we quit talking about it and just start listening to them? So I plugged my phone in. We find a song. And we just worship God together this morning. We just sang praises to his holy name. We were singing the Crab Family song. Uh, when, when I couldn't come, down, come to God, he came down to me. God is just a good God. The great benefit about him is when I couldn't come to him, he drew near to me. 
When I didn't see I had no need for God in my life, he saw that there was a need and he came close to me and saved me. God's nearest tonight. Hmm. God is nearest tonight. I think of that report I just heard about those two kids that are missing. That young man that was found dead in Porter. God is nearest when we call on his name. Who believes that tonight? Show me your hand if you believe that tonight. God is nearest. I believe that God is nearest when we call on his name. He delivers us from evil. Jeremiah 20, 13 says, Now I will sing out of my thanks to the Lord. Praise the Lord for the thoughts I was poor and needy. He delivered me from my oppressors, the people that were trying to destroy me. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, give you a future and a hope. All your enemies, all the people, all the evil people that are trying to destroy you, God's going to take those and oppress them. Ah, that's good stuff. Ah, that's good stuff. People that are going behind your back talking about you. People who are acting like they love you and then they Judas and you every five. Oh, God's going to oppress them. That co-worker that you can't stand. That, 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 that you've been praying for since you've been saved. Now you're just trying to get them right. And everything you do, they're just trying to stab you. They're just trying to stab you. They're, God's going to take care of them. God will take care of them. Hmm. I pray for those teenagers in Montgomery County that were arrested yesterday with drug possession. I looked at all the comments that people were writing, just hateful, hateful stuff. These were teenagers. These were babies. Now they got felonies. Now they're looking at criminal time. Now they're looking at long, long incarcerations. And all people can say is they get what they deserve. I prayed and asked God to give them a second chance. That maybe they would get in this church or get in some church. If you've ever been to prison, you know it ain't no place for no kids. You ever watched it on TV? Some of that stuff you see is true. It ain't no place for no kids. But we are so quick to just give up on people i'm thankful that god didn't give up on me and you ought to be thankful tonight that god didn't give up on you i hope somebody got something out of this tonight because this has been good i'm thankful that god changed my message tonight and the last thing i'm thankful for i, I wish i could go over all these things but i'm thankful that god gave us his one and only son to die on the cross for our sins. I can't put into words what that means to me. I have a Bible. It's getting ready to come out of its display case for Easter. The only time it comes out is for communion and Easter. And when I read about the crucifixion. And when I put it on display for the whole crowd to see on Sunday morning. It's already moved me when I read it. When I read it and I realized he'd done it for me. That he was crucified on the cross for mine and your sins. I'm thankful for this. I used to have a little office when I first got here. We got a little feed room now. It's about to fall apart. But it used to be my office. and 
my first Easter Sunday morning service, I preached that. I remember opening up that Bible, Heather, and I remember reading it. I remember being there by myself. No one else was around. And I couldn't stop crying. I really couldn't stop crying. When was the last time you really cried and thanked God for your for, for your soul, for, for being saved, for allowing his son Jesus to die on the cross for our sins? I just couldn't stop crying. I'm thankful still tonight. He sent his one and only son, Jesus, to die on the cross for all of our sins. He came into his own and his own crucified. The devil tried to destroy him, put him in a tomb, a tomb that no man could open. No crew of men could open. They sealed it shut, put guards in front of it. That tomb couldn't hold my Lord and Savior. And he's alive today. And I am still thankful. And I don't ever want to lose that. And I don't want you to lose that either. So if you're spared into space right now, if you're ready to get up and go and get up and get and go do what you got to do, plan your day tomorrow, if I don't say anything else tonight, I say to you, I'm thankful for the cross. I'm thankful for Jesus. I'm thankful for John 3.16. And I can't wait to fall down on, his, on my face at his feet just like that leper did and say, thank you. Many people are going to stand in that line. I'm done. Listen, many people are going to stand in that line and think they're going to get into heaven. Many people won't get into heaven. Only few, the Bible says, will make it. And I believe it's those 1% that are thankful in every area of their life. Now, we can have a church of 1%ers tonight. I want to have a church of 1%. On one, 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 one. I don't worry about the other nine. I want you to be thankful to God for everything in your life. Are you? That's my question. Are you? Because I see your pity parties online. No joking. No joking. I see your, your, your I, I see, I see it, I see it, I see it, I see it. I see it on your faces. You see it on my face sometimes. You hear it in my words sometimes. Uh, I don't want to be ungrateful. Not one more day in my life. Especially, especially after tonight. If I'm ever changed, let it be tonight. Me, not you. But if I'm ever changed, let it be tonight. Now you, if it be you, be forever changed this night. See, I have to draw a circle and put myself in it sometimes. I want to practice what I preach. I don't want to be just a a talker of the word. I want to be a doer of the word. And you should want that too for your life. Every head bowed and every eye closed. Father, we thank you for this night. We are thankful for you. We are thankful for all that you do for us. Come on, somebody. We are thankful for all you do for us, Lord. 
from that track fit accident that you spared my boys from today. They said a, they said a bus full of kids. Uh, uh, the lady was looking down, crossed the lane, and almost hit them head on. They had to go in the ditch. Dalton came home and said it would have killed me, but God had his hand right there. And I'm thankful that God protects our children. Every single day you hear school shootings and, and drugs being passed out to our kids. When was the last time you really thanked God for him protecting your kids? Tonight, I'm thankful, Lord. I'm thankful for my beautiful wife. I'm thankful for my home. I'm thankful for my friends. I'm thankful for my family. You can say that with me, too. Thank you for my beautiful husband. Thank you for my beautiful wife. Thank you for my family. Thank you for my friends. Thank you for my babies. Thank you for my house. Thank you for my job. I may not have one right now, but I'm claiming it. And I'm calling it. And I'm saying thank you, Lord, for the one that's on the way. Thank you, Lord, that I'm drug-free. Thank you, Lord, that I'm alcohol-free. Yeah, I might be in this spot right now. I might be in this house right now. Yeah, I might have to stay here a little while, but I know when I'm coming out, I'm coming out different. Glory to God tonight. Let's be the one percenters that are thankful. In Jesus' name, amen. Somebody give God a praise tonight. <laughs>